Well, God bless you. Welcome to the Wonderful Words of Life radio program. I want to ask you a question. Do you have your crown on today? Well, I believe you do. The psalmist said this, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all thine iniquities, who heals all thy diseases. Notice what the psalmist David says, who has forgiven and is forgiving you all of thine iniquities, who has healed us and is healing us of all our, of our diseases. Now look at verse four, who has redeemed us and is redeeming our life from destruction and who has crowned us and is crowning us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Praise God. Amen. Now, David penned this by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit many, many years ago. But now this promise, this picture of redemption is still in force for us today through his seed, the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the king over all. He's the one that tasted death for every man on the cross of Calvary. He was made sin for us who knew no sin so that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So through Christ Jesus, our Savior and King, we have received forgiveness of sins. We have and are being healed. Amen. And we have healing and health for our bodies. We've been redeemed from destruction. And now we're going to look at how we are crowned, have been crowned and are being crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies. <laughs> Amen. Well, Heavenly Father, we bless you today. We thank you, Lord, for these great and powerful promises all coming to us through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and his death, burial, and resurrection. My Lord, you have loaded us with benefits. Amen. And we're not going to forget these benefits, but we're going to take advantage of them. And we thank you for your word today and the Holy Spirit that helps us. Amen. In understanding the word of God. And we give you praise and honor and glory for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Now, Paul said this in relation to us being crowned with loving kindness and tender mercies. In chapter 1, I want to read verses 3 through 6. Actually, verses 2 through 6. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, notice the past tense of God's word, who has blessed us, with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has, past tense, chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. Now think about that, that before you were ever thought of in your mama's womb, before the worlds were ever made, before this universe was ever created, you were already on God's mind and he had already decided what he was going to do with you. He decided that he was going to choose you in him, in Christ, before the foundation of the world was ever laid. And that he determined what he was going to do in you, that he was going to make you holy and without blame before him in love. 
And that's exactly what he's done, hasn't it? Praise God. No, now you're not perfect. But there's coming a day where you and I will be perfect. Amen. When this mortality puts on immortality and this corruption is put off and in its place, incorruption is put on. Amen. Our, our redemption will be complete. Praise God. Hallelujah. We'll pass through the fire. We'll be perfect and ready. Amen. For the eternal state. And why did God do this? Because he had predestinated us, verse 5, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Now, let's unpack this for just a little. He predestined us to be adopted children. Praise God. There's only one begotten. But there are multitudes of adopted. <laughs> Amen. Through Jesus Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, God now has adopted us into his family. We are his very own children. He, we are love children of a love God. And he did that for us. Why? Because we didn't love him, but he loved us. But now, through his great mercy and his great love wherewith he loved us, now we love him because God's love is on the inside of us. Amen. And why did he do it? Simply due to the fact of the good pleasure of his will. He willed us to be this way. He willed us to be redeemed from destruction. He willed us to be crowned with loving kindnesses and tender mercies. And he did it all to the praise of of the glory of his grace. Amen. We can glorify God. Whereas before we would shake our fist at him. Now those fists have been turned. Amen. To palms of glory raised uh, to his grace, to his glory. Amen. To the great things that he has done for us. Look what God hath wrought. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. To the praise of his glory, of his grace, wherein he has made us. Remember, I said earlier that he, Jesus, was made sin for us who knew no sin so that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. He made us accepted in the beloved. He took us out of the miry clay. He set our feet on solid rock. He crowned us with loving kindnesses and tender mercies. He washed us clean and white, put garments, amen, of righteousness on us, gave us a mouth that men that will speak forth praises to him. He did it all. Why? Because he loves us. Because of his loving kindness. Because of his tender mercy. Praise God. That's our God. That's who he is. Hallelujah. He is loving kindness and he is tender mercy. See, this is the reason why God chose to redeem us. He could have destroyed us. He could have destroyed every living thing in this universe and did it all over again. But no, he chose us. He chose to redeem us. Why? Because of his great love. Praise God. So brother, sister, you're redeemed from destruction today. Satan has no hold on you. You believe that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead. You believe in the only begotten Son of God. Hallelujah. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, you keep yourself from living in sin. 
Amen. And the evil one can't touch you. Praise God. He can't lay his hands on you. Because in order to do that, he's got to get through Jesus and the devil just not big enough to do that. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. You are redeemed today. Glory to God. And God chose you to be that way. He has chosen you to receive from the Savior Jesus a crown. And that crown is loving kindnesses and tender mercies. Now, in the Hebrew, to crown is the Hebrew word hatar. And it's an intensive verb. And what it means, he has crowned us indeed. It was his good pleasure to do that. Praise God. And we recognize that we have been crowned. I tell you, God's love has smitten us. Amen. And melted our heart. Why? Because his great love. Amen. We didn't resist that love, but we accepted it. Our hearts were open to it. Amen. And we followed that through faith and we allowed Jesus Christ to come into our heart and life. He made us a brand new person inside and he redeemed us from destruction. The hand of the enemy can't touch us any longer. And to further that along, he crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Praise God. This crown surrounds us. Amen. It's a mark of victory. Jesus gave us a crown of victory. Amen. And now we go forth to conquer. Amen. We can do all things through Christ. Amen. And it's also a mark of honor. He has honored us. He has washed us. He's given us a place in him. That's a high place of honor. Hallelujah. So because of Christ's victory at the cross and because and because of our faith in his cleansing blood, the father has honored us through Christ Jesus. And it is in him that we have received the victory. Praise God. Christ's victory is our victory. And John said this for whatsoever is born of God, overcomes the world, not going to, has already overcome the world. Let me read it again. For whatsoever is born of God has already overcome and is overcoming the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. It is our faith. Hallelujah. So we ask ourselves this question. We're crowned. But now, what are we crowned with? Well, David tells us we've been crowned with love and kindness. Amen. Notice that's plural, not just loving kindness one time. Loving kindnesses. <laughs> New every morning. Praise the Lord. Now, loving kindness comes from the Hebrew word uh, kesed. And it simply means kindness. Amen. Hallelujah. It means beauty. God looks at us as beautiful. It means favor. It means good deed. It means goodliness. It means goodness. God, amen. We are redeemed. We're saved. It's the goodness of God that causes us and has caused us to repent. Praise God. It's his kindliness. It's his loving kindness. It's his merciful kindness. We don't deserve this. 
but he showered us with his merciful kindness. His mercy, his pity. He looked on us. He had compassion on us. He saw us out of the way and he was determined to do something about it. Amen. And he did it all through Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Paul said this in chapter two and verse four, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in trespasses and sins, he quickened us. He made us alive in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. God's love is great. Amen. Hallelujah. His love never fails. So God's loving kindness towards us, it's a loyal love. It's a love that's never going to change. And his love is not dependent upon our merits, how good we are, how good we do, or on our demerits, how bad we do. His love is never changing. It's a loyal love that will never lessen. Amen. It can't get any greater because the love of God is the highest kind of love there is known in this universe. His love never changes. Amen. Praise God. Oh, I tell you, there's many times we fall. I mean, we have a, a, a fallen nature in our flesh and sometimes uh, we do things that we shouldn't do. Or there's other times that we should do things that we don't do. That doesn't disturb God's love for us. It may disturb our fellowship with the Lord, but he's already made provision for that. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's automatic. There is nothing that we have to do extra other than just acknowledge the fact that we missed him, ask him to forgive us, and we're forgiven just like that. Amen. We don't have to, you know, crawl up the steps to the church on our knees. We don't have to pay penitence. We don't have to do all of these things uh, that people in the past thought they had to do to get forgiveness. So all we have to do is run to our Savior, Jesus. He is the mediator. Confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And then he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. God's love and kindness is also an unending love. It's eternal. It never changes. Amen. John said this, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He that loves not knoweth not God, for God is love. It's an eternal love. Doesn't say God was love or God's going to love. No, it says God is love. That's who he is. He is a love God. And he's made multitudes of love children. Praise God. He did it through the spirit. He did it because of what Jesus did on the cross. Praise God. Now, you and I are receiving the benefits of it. That's really what the psalmist is talking about. Forgetting not his benefits. <laughs> Amen. He has forgiven us of all sin. He has healed us of all diseases. He has redeemed our life from destruction. And he is crowning us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, tender mercies. I want you to notice something that Isaiah prophesied and said in chapter 63 and verse 7. I will mention the loving kindnesses. Notice that's plural the loving kindnesses of the Lord and the praises of the Lord, according to all that the Lord has bestowed on us. 
and the great goodness toward the house of Israel, which he has, notice past tense, which he has bestowed on them according to his mercies and according to the multitude of his loving kindnesses. Amen. Notice the plurality there. Mercies here is the Hebrew word racham, and it means compassions, loving kindnesses, mercies, compassions. Mercies and loving kindnesses are his compassions. Praise God. And they go all the way into the inward part of his being. Praise God. His bowels, his compassions coming out of him, his tender love coming out of him for you and for me. How can we not be smitten by this great love wherewith he loved us? Notice what the psalmist says. He says, the Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. Jeremiah prophesied and said, it is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. Notice what Jeremiah said. His compassions will not fail. His compassions will not fail. They'll not fail you. They'll not fail me. His compassions never change. His attitude towards us never change. Praise God. He has already chosen us in him before the foundation of the world was ever laid. His compassion continues to surround us every moment of every day, of every week, of every year, not just throughout this life, but throughout eternity. That, my friend, is more than enough to give glory to him. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, over in the Greek in the New Testament, mercies is the Greek word ektermon, and it's a, name, a noun, and it means the same thing. It means compassion. It means pity. Notice what Paul says in writing to the Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. Where did mercy originate? It originated with God, the Godhead. Amen. He is the Father of mercies. Amen. That's his nature. That's who he is. And that means that he has compassion. He has pity. He has mercy. His bowels reside where his, his bowels of compassion, that's where compassion resides. It resides in the very depth of his being. He has a heart of compassion. His emotions, his longings, his manifestations of pity, it all springs forth out of his heart of mercy. Smith's Bible Dictionary says mercy is a development of benevolence, a feeling of kindness or compassion towards the needy and the helpless. See, these are all the outward motives of his heart, of God's heart. Herbert Lockyer in his illustrated dictionary of the Bible says, mercy is the aspect of God's love that causes him to help the miserable, 
to them that are out of the way. God determined to save you. He determined to give you peace. He did it. Why? Because of his great love. Not anything you or I did. We were out of the way. We were sinners. We were dead in trespasses and sins. But God, because of his great love and mercy, because of his love and kindness, because of his tender mercies, he determined not to leave you that way and not to leave me that way. He came to us through Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And now we are partakers of his divine nature. And part of the partaking of his divine nature is that now we are men and women of compassion and mercy. Paul calls it the mercies of God. Peter says his mercy is abundant mercy. The psalmist declared that the Lord is plenteous in mercy. And Micah prophesied and said that God delights in mercy. And James says this, that God's mercies rejoice against judgment. He prefers mercy before judgment. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Luke talked about Jesus, but he did it by way of parable. And he's quoting Jesus himself. A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way. And when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. See, that's religion. Religion can't help you. Jesus can, though. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. See, uh, religion is man's idea uh, of how to find God, but it, that, that doesn't have any power in it. Jesus is the one that has power because he's the one that's filled with mercies and compassions. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said to the host, take care of him. And whatsoever you spend more, when I come again, I will repay you. Praise God. There are seven things that this good Samaritan did. And every one of them are looking at the Lord Jesus. Jesus came where we were. Amen. He didn't sit back and wait for us to come to him. He came to us. He came where we were in our sin and in our ungodliness and in our darkness. In our poverty. He came to where we were and he had compassion on us. And the second thing is that Jesus went to us. Amen. We're crying out. He went to us and he bound up our wounds and he poured in the oil and the wine. The oil is a symbol of the new birth and the wine a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit with regeneration and renewing. Praise God. And the third thing Jesus did is he set us on his beast of burden, which was the cross. 
where all of our sins, sickness, disease, poverty, and death was nailed. It was all nailed on the cross in him. Jesus took it all for us. And the fourth thing Jesus did is that he went after he loaded us on his beast of burden, he brought us to an end, which is the church, the body of Christ, the church universal, that which has been purchased by his own blood. And the fifth thing he did is he sent us to the innkeeper. Who is the innkeeper? The Holy Spirit. Amen. And he said, whatever you spend on this one. Hallelujah. Because I've had compassion on him. Praise God. What did he do? The sixth thing. He took care of him. He told the innkeeper, now you take care of him. Amen. You be another comforter just like me. You be this man's counselor. You be his his intercessor. You be his helper. You be his comforter. You be his advocate. You be his strengthener. You be his standby. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And what is the seventh thing? Jesus said, behold, I come quickly and my reward is with me. Jesus said, this good Samaritan said, and when I come again, I will repay thee. Amen. Jesus is coming again and he's coming quickly and his reward is with him and he will give to every man according to his work. Aren't you glad that he has showered you and me with loving kindnesses and tender mercies? Hallelujah. There is reward coming. There is reward coming. Hallelujah. So the Lord Jesus wants to give us the oil of the new birth. And he's already done so, hasn't he? Well, if he hasn't, then you can receive it right now. If you're listening to this broadcast and you've never made Jesus Christ Savior and Lord of your life, you can do so right now with just simple faith. Amen. Just believe that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess. Do this by faith. Confess now that Jesus is Lord over your life. Repent of sin. He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. He'll pour in the oil and the wine. He'll deliver you to the end of the Holy Spirit. And he'll take care of you, praise God. And he'll keep you until he comes back for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus will do that for you. He has done that for you. He has done that for me. And he will do that for everyone within the sound of my voice that hasn't made Jesus Christ Savior and Lord. He's no respecter of persons. The same love wherewith he loved us is the same love that he wants to love you with, praise God. And he's already set that in place. It's yours for the taking. It's yours for the asking, praise God. When Jesus rose from the dead, When he ascended on high, he was crowned with victory over the world, over the flesh and the devil. All power and authority was given unto him. And now he holds the keys of death and of hell. He is alive. He was dead, but now he's alive. And behold, he is alive forevermore. And he is crowned with many crowns. Praise God. And so all those who have surrendered to him as their Savior and Lord, making Jesus Savior and Lord, 
They've also been crowned. We have been crowned. Those of us who are born again, we have been crowned with redemption that is in Christ Jesus. We've been raised up. We have made, been made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Jesus is seated at the right hand of the throne of God, and every believer in Christ Jesus has been made to sit together in Him, where He's seated at the right hand of the throne of God. This is where our authority is. This is where it originates. It originates in Christ, who is at the right hand of the throne of God. We've been given the same authority and power over the world, the flesh, and the devil. We are crowned with a victor's crown. And we have overcome the world. The risen Christ has granted us power <laughs> to live godly in Christ Jesus and to be an overcomer in this world. He's given us the right and the privilege to be strong in him and in the power of his might to put on the whole armor of God, to stand against all the plots and the schemes and the devices of the enemy, and through him we shall prevail. That's what we are crowned with. His loving kindnesses and his tender mercies are over all of his works. Aren't you glad that you are a work of God today? Amen. Father, we bless you today. We thank you, Father, for your goodness and for your mercy. And we give you praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Do you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you were to die today, that you would be prepared for heaven? If you're not sure, then I encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Father God, I come to you through your Son, Jesus Christ. I repent and ask you to forgive me of my sin and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I surrender my heart and life to you. By faith, I believe I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And I thank you for receiving me in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed this prayer and desire to know more about the gift of Christ that the Heavenly Father offers you, then email us at rbtc86 at gmail.com. We will be glad to answer your questions promptly and provide you at your request with materials that will help you to grow in your faith in the Lord Jesus. This is Patsy Dunning. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. And let me remind you to tune in to this station at the same time next week to hear more of the wonderful words of life. God bless you and remember what Jesus said. It is the Spirit who gives life.